I don't think the world's ready for that. <laughs> no. That's why I think um, let's put a schedule together of what we really want to talk about so that way we don't just... It's less ranty. Just, <laughs> yeah. And I think what's hard is we could we go in tangents that I think, oh, I, that was probably a little rougher than I was expecting. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that one was but, a little uh, far. But that's just what happens when I'm let loose, you know? Well, we've only had one that we've had to be like, mm, let's not put that one on. That's... <laughs> Truth, truth. Uh, 23. 23. Dang it, I forgot to sing my song yesterday. Feeling 22. That song, remember? How's that go? The Taylor Swift song. I'm feeling 22. <laughs> Dang, you know I it. I it, dude. <laughs> but no, it's 23 now. Dang it. Feeling 23. <clears throat> Living Cashway is here to say we really need to wrap something together. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, we got some swag. Bring it down. Yeah. We're going to make all of our friends wear it. Yeah. Um, there's a question I was going to ask you, but I can't remember what it was. Or it was a good topic that we should put on before. Um, I was thinking what? about something this morning too, but I don't remember. <laughs> That's what happens. Today was it seemed busier than normal this morning. Well, you had to go to the grocery store. Yeah, I had to go to the grocery store, and we had to get Piper cookies, and we took both all kids to school. Fucking kids. I wonder <clears throat> if there's parents out there that take their kids, if they're okay taking their kids to school, or if they're like, no, right, make them ride the bus. But we have time in the morning, so it doesn't bother me. And it's cold, and Paige has to walk all the way to the bus at 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, her bus comes early at (laughs) half. Yeah. So I'd rather take her at 7. So I don't really mind that one, even though I'm probably, you know, just pampering her hiney. But... I don't know, but it's still very inconvenient. I mean, because we can can leave the house at 7 and get her to school on time. And not have to wake up at 5.30. Well... I mean, though we start waking her up at five thirty. Yeah, still. we start waking up at waking her up at five thirty and stuff. But it just, yeah, it just makes me feel like we're not super rushed. It gives me a, a thirty more minutes, which yeah. is nice. Um, but when I was pouring my coffee this morning, I was thinking, um, it it makes it really easy for life. I feel like uh, going with the flow. Like there's, I was thinking, there's some people that will not drink their coffee black. You know what I mean? Like, there's some people that legit have to have their coffee a certain way. <coughs> well, but but some people just have really pristine taste buds, and uh, I just don't. Some people, it's crazy, to, and, and I go with the flow as much as I am. Whatever, like, it's easy to look at other people that don't go with the flow. They're like, dang, and I know there's people that go with the flow way more than I do. Yeah, that's probably true. But. Uh, to my level of going with the flow, I see people that uh, go less go, with the flow, <laughs> go uh-huh, less than and make my flow. It hard. Yeah, but I just like eating. That would be an interesting thing. Like being so picky about the things I eat. I just have never been a picky eater. That's not something my yeah. I just have never experienced that. I mean, there's things I prefer than others, or there's things I'm like, okay, yeah, I really don't like that. I can't think of anything right now. But oh, wasabi. I love. I like wasabi. I know. You I'm hate wasabi. Oh, that's yours. Wasabi and horseradish. I like those. Not a lot, but yeah. I mean, I like them. 
But like there's some people, like I wonder if I'm like, oh, I cannot have my coffee because there's no cream or sugar. I don't know. That one's just not that bad to me. No. One, cream and sugar is so unhealthy anyways. Defeats mm. the purpose of coffee. I do like a latte, but there is a lot of milk and it doesn't taste the same with almond. I just can't get over it. No, almond's more of a cardboard box taste. Yeah, it's very cardboardy. And just the milk is just perfecto. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I don't like having a lot of it. How many? I wonder, because all I know is church people. But what are, what do other families hide from each other or kind of keep secrets or don't like? Hmm. You know what I mean? Because so I was just thinking about, I wonder how many of our friends out there that hide stuff from their families because of religious beliefs or because of certain things are they scared uh-huh. i don't know i don't know because to me i would say yes but then i think there's a lot of people that don't i don't know care no i think they just it comes easy to them like living that lifestyle comes easy to them i think i think there's a lot of people that it does come easy to and they don't feel like they have to fight against a different desire uh-huh. and that's great i think that that life works for them. And so I think just like I can understand how people do certain things, I think they look at life and see, well, how, how can this not be easy to you? It's just really easy. I have no desire to drink. I have no desire to, you know, look at pornography. I have no desire drink to- Drink coffee. Drink coffee. <laughs> I have no desire to not go to church on Sunday. Like uh-huh. a lot of people have, like they just like that lifestyle and it works for them. We are very creatures of habit. I don't know. Sure, I guess. But then again, we're we're out of our habitat of what we were grown up in. You know what I mean? Like we stepped out of it. We've broken our, we've changed our habits. We're not creatures of habitat. We're we're creatures of habit. Listen, just because when you add something to habitat, habit, it's the same thing. It makes it sound more sophisticated. It's like, it's it's the same thing. It's like, uh... Uh, how do you, como dice, como se dice, uh, um, damn it, fabulous, fabuloso, fabulous, fabuloso, that's like uh, the same thing to me, habit, habitat, family, familia, (laughs) 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 okay, fine, it sounds like it, whatever, you have habits in your habitat, (laughs) 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 that's what I mean, you get it. Yeah, but it's crazy because, um, it, like, I remember when we first stopped going to church, it was, the Sundays were, like, for a second, it was, like, maybe weird. Yeah. Maybe whatever, it's just, but it's just, like, man, we have um, free time. I feel like, <laughs> sorry, I feel like maybe if we sat closer together, it, w- it wouldn't sound so distant. Maybe I'm catching your voice on my mic, and that's why it kind of has an echo to it. <laughs> Sorry to creep you out with slowly walking to you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, because it's so... I, yeah. <laughs> oh my, we can't post this one today. Uh, We're, I'm too stupid. Um, but, yeah, so it's interesting, and I wonder, and it is hard for people to break out of their habits. Yeah. And to and to change something because honestly, if there's things that you 
people dread to do them. Why not look and be like, why do I dread this so much? Yeah, but like you absolutely. said, some people don't dread going to church. It's like you in the gym. You, I, I just signed you up. You dreaded it. You dreaded it. Dread it. Dread I'm it, excited. I hope it. it's like, I hope it's like, uh, lifetime oh, yeah. and it's not going to be so be low but bring them lower bring your uh expectations lower well they have a pool and a hot tub okay lower go lower imagine that in an alcove <laughs> imagine that in new mexico <laughs> yeah. imagine that in an alcove building and you got it that is the gym that's the lifetime of i've, I've been to some pretty good churches in alcove i <laughs> that's the thing i just love about grants is because uh they're just so, they go with the flow. And I feel like small town living promotes going with the flow. It, the church is a lot different in small towns. Yeah, for sure. Even when we lived in Purvis, Mississippi, remember that yeah, branch that we fun. went to? Mm-hmm. And that was a cool branch. And a lot of people, people are just, I think that's the difference though, is because people just are a lot different in a lot of different parts of the U.S. Like where I grew up, it's just like being raised in Utah. Like yeah. when you're, that's your certain, whole world. You uh, yeah. uh, you authentically believe 50% of every state is Mormon. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, no, actually it's not like that at all. Well, when you hear that, what do they have? 13 million members, 14, 17. I don't know. It's been 10 years since I've looked at that. I'm not sure. Yeah. But then you really start to do the math and you're like, oh, you guys don't even really exist. Like, yeah, like you're, you're like you're, you're like 0.0001% of the world population. Mm-hmm. And well, and and it's and there's heavy sections of mm-hmm. it too. So yeah, but um, yeah, going to different branches, they're pretty cool. Like I remember, sorry, God. It is interesting to see the different cultures in all the different areas that we've been to in the church habitats. Uh, <laughs> it's different. It's crazy to see the different habitats that <laughs> that the church is. Because, yeah, in Mississippi, it has its own little, it's, they, they have their own little culture. It's their own little, like, I remember we were, I was at a um, Release Society um, meeting, women's meeting, whatever. Uh, I don't know what they call it, but it's before the Sunday con- school conference. No, before oh. the conference, it's like the women's Release Society meeting. I don't remember. I'm horrible. But uh, there were, because we're like in the Bible Belt ish and we're just sitting there and we're listening to it and then at the end of the prayer it's like oh yes oh lord and i was like dang we're doing that in here that's awesome like i was so cool sacrament meeting Uh Mm. Mm. Uh uh-huh yes yes and it's just like that is so awesome jesus that it brings something different like i never saw that that yeah i never saw that in you know arizona it's irreverent it's irreverent oh yeah that's in our culture where we come from but for them that's that's like mm, feeling that's a that's a big oh yeah that's Uh a let me preach it let me vocalize my feelings like you know whatever not to disturb they just felt they're, they're just feeling the spirit yeah that's pretty cool yeah, it was, Dude, that was fun. What, you probably know more than me because, once again, I grew up in a very Mormonish area. And uh, that's why I think he's dying. He's, like, shaking. Do dogs do that? Uh, yeah, these dreaming. <laughs> I don't know. You know what's horrible is not knowing dogs at all by me. I'm like, I don't know if this is right or wrong or normal or not abnormal. What are you talking about? Um, anyways, our first time of hearing somebody speak in tongues. I didn't even know that was a thing. When I, did you hear that? There's water going, sorry. Uh, 
I heard that probably when I went to one of those ACN meetings and they have the Sundays. Uh. Maybe before that, maybe on TV. <laughs> but I didn't even know that was a thing. I just remember being like, what are they doing? Why, why are they talking like that? And then I come to find out it's just their... This is what I have gathered. Obviously, I haven't really done research, but this is what people told me. It's just them professing. It's the God language, but it's gibberish. Like there's no real meaning to it or whatever. Like because there obviously isn't a language that God, you know, it's not a language. It's just uh-huh. like vol. You can speak blah, without blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But what's funny is everybody can make up their own and it's not really one. Like, that's bizarre. We should start speaking in tongues here. That would be weird. And nobody would even know. Let's start really screwing our kids up and start doing, like, become, (laughs) dive hard into a religion for about a good year or two and then go into a different one. Let's teach them Klingon. What's that? (laughs) I don't remember Dwight was teaching it. (laughs) What's her name? Oh, you want to learn a real language? Yeah. Yeah. Let me teach you a real language. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Harder. Yeah, but that is crazy. Like speaking in tongues, that's why I find religion. I mean, I, I really should take like college classes of religious history because I am well, fascinated. Well, you watched the atheist experiment. So Listen, it's pretty close. I'm pretty much a YouTube scholar, is what I would like. I would call um, myself. Yeah, that's the crazy thing. It's just it's so crazy. Like even like, I know we've talked about it before, but um, that that lady that made her daughter sick and had cancer. Oh, and Gypsy and Rose. Gypsy and Rose. Isn't it, it's so crazy how people can manipulate people. And if, Hard. and especially from a child and telling them all these things from their youth up, it, it's just crazy. And then the tradition continues to the next one. Tradition. Tradition. <laughs> just but been yeah. in a singing mood lately. Uh, yeah, I just, I, and I love it. That's what I just find so bizarre because as much as I think that was my first question in the church when I was a kid, even, I just remember I could not understand like how, how do other, how do we feel like we have the truth and other people feel like they have the truth. But if we both think we have the truth so hard, who's wrong? Right. You know what I mean? Like, how do I know that I'm not the wrong one and they're the right one? And, you know, how do you know? And it's just like, well, just by faith. It's like, well, what the hell are they all doing then? They're not They're not doing no faith? <laughs> like, they don't have well, faith? Well, if they really had the right faith, they would be over yeah, here. Yeah, right? So, like, that was, like, my first kind of inkling of this just didn't really make sense to me. Like, uh, but, how yeah. can everybody have such different... Uh, um, truths. Yeah, not truths, but... Uh, Revelation. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like, how is God so different uh-huh. to so many people? Um, I remember asking my dad once, I'm like, you know, Jesus taught that we should love everybody and all, no, without whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, what about Lucifer? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where does he like, fit it, in there? It was like, ah, yeah, we really don't talk about that. <laughs> right. That's true, I guess. Well, you know what's crazy? It's just, I know we've, I probably said it before too, is I know you've heard it millions of times, but it's crazy that they have this huge plan and there was this huge meeting before we came here in the Mormon perspective mm-hmm. and we all chose to come down to earth and that um, 
but we happen to come to the same spot that Lucifer was cast out to. So yeah. it's like, it's so, it's, I just find that so ironic that it's like, it, then why did we come here? Yeah. If, if, if we're supposed to be so scared of him or like, why didn't God send him to another world or send him not here? And it just doesn't even make sense. That even, even that is just asinine. Yeah, I just, that's the thing. It's just like. So are we the third of the host of heaven that got cast out and we're, and we're playing a, the game of. Right now it seems like it. Right now, it sure does seem like it with all the shootings and the drive-bys. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, um, yeah. I, yeah, it's just interesting. There's just a lot of... Uh, so, yeah, even with the gift of tongues and stuff like that, that like boggles my, boggles my mind as well because it's like, oh, there, if there's no real rule to it, if it's something you can't really uh, test to see if it's true or not, then like then it's free game like uh, mm-hmm. that makes it easier like hey yeah. let's not test this so the rule is there is no rule <laughs> like well, there you know is no what rule is crazy, though, is the 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 baptist whatever they are down in the south somewhere mm-hmm. i don't know people will know you look it up the baptists that get bitten by snakes and stuff oh yeah i'd have and, to look and, it up and, and drink poison yeah they uh they drink poison uh-huh. why because they believe so wholeheartedly that it doesn't affect them, but they don't die. Do they die though? No. Well, then it sounds like that's real. Yeah, it is. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing the power of the mind. Okay. And that's what it's. It's amazing because they have such faith, and they believe so wholeheartedly that it doesn't kill them. That is pretty. But what that's about? That's the power of the mind. Uh, what about uh, the ones that I don't know? I think is in Africa or whatever, where they jump off the the thing with that, ropes. I don't know that that's a religion. That you have to have a lot of brain power, is what I'm saying. You gotta, <laughs> you have to be, your brain has to be pretty. Uh, hey, I'm that, not gonna die. Ropes too long and they smash their head on the ground. What's the Baptist group called? It just says snake handling as a religious rite in the United States, also called serpent handling. Is observed in a Bible, small number of Baptist isolated church. I did. That get bitten by snakes? Baptist snake worship. No. Don't okay. you looked up? <laughs> they don't, no. Baptists that get bitten by snakes. That's long. Baptists that snake bite. get. You can do three words. You don't have to just Baptist snake bite. See, then don't tell me what you want me to write and then tell me not to write that. I should have known it. Have you used Google before? I do, but it's funny how um, I get to where I want to go without you. And that's what uh, I think you don't get. You think I'm lost without you, and I'm not. It just takes... Oh, look, it pulled up the exact same thing. Not my problem. Give me this. See, this is why I can't look up stuff while we're on the podcast, because I do it wrong. Here's the thing. I just, I know I'm a pansy. I would never let anything bite me. doesn't even matter what it is. And yeah, I just, the religion's crazy. I just would, I love learning about different religions because it blows my mind that people authentically believe so wholeheartedly in something just as much as my religion did. Yep. And that's just what's cool about it is 
So you can believe whatever the hell you want. Like you can make whatever you want to believe real. So it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And you know what? It doesn't matter to be Mormon. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to be what? Your light's flashing. What light is flashing? Your, this one. Oh. Like you're dying or something? But it doesn't matter. Oh, that's be, interesting. See? Be happy in a religion. It's okay. I mean, that's fine. Uh, just know that it's just stuff that you're making up. You, you like it and it works for you. Right. It's, it, and that's what, that's what I was saying the other day was it's just a coping mechanism. It's what we as humans need to do to protect ourselves from pain, from anger, from bitterness and all of these from shame or like feeling bad about something. There needs to be there needs to be something that we hold on to like hope. Everybody's like, oh, you know, you need hope. And it's like, uh, yes, but we have been taught in it in such a wrong way. I do not find like we were saying yesterday, I do not find hope being um, in a God. An, an answer for a God. Yeah. I just, I, to me, I don't, that's just a story. That's a, that's an idea. <coughs> Cause if I ask you, if I ask somebody, Hey, does God exist? Sure. You'll say yes, because you want it to be, but ultimately at the end of the day, you hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can honestly say about God is I hope he exists. Right. But that doesn't mean, and that's what I, I always want to get across to people. It's like, it, that, that doesn't mean that I don't find life absolutely beautiful, miraculously beautiful. Like, I still think this is miraculous that this all happened, that we are, are all here and that we haven't killed each other off to this point for 2000 years. We all are, are coexisting at, you know, we haven't we didn't do the ice age over yet. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. the world hasn't destructed in the last 2000 years. So we're doing something right, I guess at the moment, but I do think it's miraculous. I do think things happen for a reason. And I just, you know, like, it's not that I don't believe in those things. I just don't understand why it has to be in this structure of the religious Jesus savior, that story. Well, yeah, why does it why have do to be that to story that? for this to be worth something? Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why do we have to have a meaning? for life why do we have yeah. to have this this story that tells people how to act right or they need uh, yeah. guidance i mean that's what i'm so saying crazy. it's definitely a coping mechanism it's a it's just it's what we're taught in all of our areas like hey you do this every day and it will pay off in this like uh -huh. we have a lot of examples of it working in a lot of different areas we need spiritually to people to be watched over when nobody's around for some reason i don't know yeah but yeah, well, it's just such a, it's an interesting concept that has been taught. Yeah. And we, um, and it, I mean, this goes back, this, look at the Bible, look at how far back people have always wanted to figure out what the meaning of life is or what the purpose of life is or, and, and all of that. And instead of, and, and at the same point, discrediting themselves and how yeah. great they are in, sure. in, 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 instead of giving God and all these people all this glory take the glory and make yourself better I mean who gave God permission to be God if there is a God at some point God had to step up and be like you know what I I'm gonna take this I accept this I don't know that there was permission to, to be a God it's more like I mean I'm gonna own this I don't know um 
there's just so many there's so many factions to what creates or makes a god and mm-hmm. where he even comes from if he if there is an exist a she or it however yeah, or not, whatever not yeah. anybody <laughs> yeah but just where where does where does god come from where does that exist where does that place come but from the, but i don't know this is the truth of it is like i just don't and i think sometimes focusing so hard on where it did come from whatever you kind of miss out on what's going on right now i well, just i yeah. just you can get so entangled in feeling like okay i got to figure out these answers in life and so you study as much as you possibly can and it kind of always comes back to the same conclusion there really isn't evidence there's just hope there's yeah and you can like like your mom's basement she's got a church library down there yeah and and ultimately at the end of the day there's just hope and you can read and study and do all you want to do but at the end of the day there's just hope left and that's all it is i just have different hope sure yeah different hope in different areas that's Uh all um but yeah it's just cool. Cause, and then that's the thing, too. It's like religion is, okay, different religions. And then you have, like, Mormonism where, you know, we're in Mississippi and it's a total different type of church, yeah. you know. It's just, and it's all ran by man. You know uh-huh. what I mean? And, and that, at the end of the day, that's just what it is. And everybody kind of is all left up for <laughs> interpretation. Um, and Well, you know what's crazy, though, is just the trust people have in these men yeah they they still think that there's an unpaid clergy it wasn't too long ago maybe last year that you know one of my brothers was like yeah well at least we're the you know one of the only churches that doesn't have a paid clergy it's like yeah you do oh your prophets make money they may not be directly from the church yeah but they're being taken care of they're 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 being compensated yeah no your bishops your your local leaders aren't no the peasants aren't (laughs) <laughs> yeah. what I mean the yeah. royalty is yeah the royalty is care of. for sure well and that's the thing is uh, there's a lot of things like that church is a really wealthy church uh-huh. they have about they just released their um, financial not not like in depth but they're about they're worth 62 billion I mean they just built that huge mall um, you know there's a lot of monies that aren't <laughs> spoken about but it is but oh, it's yeah. easy to highlight hey look at all the things we're doing let's not talk about the things we're not doing hey look at all like everybody look over here it's just the yeah, hey, art the of distraction ones, we're the first ones to show up to uh mm-hmm. natural and i'm not saying they don't do great things uh-huh. i'm not saying that they don't serve and that's the thing is that's how you get away with doing things is if you do it more look at all that we do we do do a lot so don't look at the stuff uh-huh. that we don't do no and it's a great organization. They do a lot of yeah, uh, humanitarian aid, stuff like that. It, it's just, it, it has to be based around a religion to be like that. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. Like I said, I, I, and I don't mean to be so cynical, or but, but it is the truth. It's just like the government in my mind. It's just like if people authentically feel like you know everything, that's crazy to me. There's a lot of behind the scenes like to me, I, I, and I could be wrong that I know our president has a lot to do with things, but on the whole, there's, he's a puppet. Oh, he's yeah. being paid. He, he's being paid and pushed and, uh, uh, 
But he's not as manipulated yeah. as the other presidents. Sure, I guess. I have no idea. But <laughs> I'm just saying there's a lot behind closed doors that most of us don't see. And why would they put it in the public well, eye? What's crazy is we have all these incumbents that have been there for 30 years. And they want to blame this president. Yet they've been in the government for 30 years and it's still fucked up. Hey, maybe you're the problem. Yeah. Like you, this one president, you, you've been in here for, you've been in office for 30 plus years. Yeah, you're fucking shit up. Let's get you out. But for some reason, they keep ending back up there. We, term limits would be but that's, huge to have. But that's why it's really interesting. I really want, and if we all know in our own lives, in our own little lives, it's all about who you know. Yep. You, if you got a friend that is, gets a promotion or something like that, that you know isn't a great worker, something's going on there. Oh, yeah. Because it's not that he's getting up there by his merits or his talent or anything like that. Somebody knows somebody somewhere. I mean, the fact that we're holding our president right now up to this moral standards of whatever not, but, I mean, George Bush was doing his secretary or whatever. Not George Bush, sorry. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton uh, was doing his secretary, which is just as, like, you. it just makes me realize that there's more going on than just presidency care. You know what I mean? His attentions were elsewhere, just like a lot of our presidents are. There's still party lifestyle behind the oh, yeah. glass door, behind the Well, and they have their own I mean. special interests and they have their own uh, agendas to push. Yeah. And they also are riding the wave of, I can't even imagine the lifestyle of a president. Uh-uh. Could you imagine just the power and the ease, like you do and go and get whatever the hell you want? You pretty much bring a bell. I just, yeah, that's just a reality. I can't wrap my head around. No, that's crazy. And there's still people. And that's the thing is there's still men. They're still, and just like the head of the church, these are still people with their own opinions, with their, with their own, own revelations yep. that they're saying is the right or the wrong. Uh-huh. It's just like, so... To me, I'm like, I will not be fooled to think that there's not shit behind closed doors. There always is. And even like with the church and the cook, what's her name? The missionary and uh, bishop. I'm sorry, brother bishop or (coughs) elder bishop was his name. And she was... At the MTC. Yeah, molested. He had his own little room. Yeah, downstairs in the MTC. He inappropriately touched her and she like uh, uh, exposed her breast or something. And then she goes and uh, talks to him about it. He admits to it. And nothing even happens. And it's just like... But, but there's so much more. That he, I mean, it's not like the only time that he's done it. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy is even like the guy, the gentleman in Tennessee. I yeah, think that was... the high council or something. <clears throat> and it's not the first time he's done it. And I know we've said it's crazy that they can go and confess their sins and gain repentance for it. Yeah. You know, not take the sacrament for a year, you know... No temple. But yeah, that's just no and then that's no it. involvement with the law or anything like that. But yet, if it was anybody else, like say it's the Catholic priests and it's like, oh my gosh. I don't know. It's just so interesting what we can compartmentalize when it's with a religion. Yeah, like, hey, well, this, this guy isn't actually really a bad guy. You know, and I think that's what's kind of hard. It's like... Hey, this guy really isn't a bad guy. And I understand that. Just like, you know, me and you were talking about, okay, pornography. It's like, okay, you looking at pornography really isn't make you a bad guy. No. And this is where the steps are. It's like, 
okay, well, like maybe videoing girls that don't know that they're being videoed, that's actually not, and that's where I think is hard yeah. when you're in a religion sometimes, because <coughs> you think- people's windows is <clears throat> too far. Well, yeah, like you think that that kind of behavior is just a slip up. And it's like, actually, no, if you would allow yourself to just go look at some pornography, maybe right. you wouldn't be going into the, you know what I mean? Like, maybe if you felt like this isn't, like, this is not, not, not normal, like sexual and all that kind of stuff is normal. But sometimes when you resist everything, it kind of blows up. Uh-huh. It gets so, uh, so hard to hold in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, Sorry. seriously. I can only imagine what. I don't know. And see, that's where I'm saying. It's just like, uh, I don't, and here's an adult. Okay. So there's an adult that's videoing girls changing in a changing room and I, it makes me wonder, okay, let, I want to know what your life was like then. Did he start looking at pornography young? Was he, did he feel a lot of shame with it? Was it an acceptable thing? Um, is, Seriously. You know, I don't know. And that's where I'm just saying, it's like, you can't just blow up and be upset at somebody for doing something. I mean, we can hold people accountable and they should act like adults, but it's hard to hold somebody accountable to act like an adult when they were given really bad information as yeah, a child. When they, when they, yeah, when they have a, a screwed up childhood or, or when they have all these weird teachings as a child. But here's the thing, even though I'm like, hey, that's, I'm not, that's unacceptable to teach your child that they're bad, sick, and wrong for you know masturbation or something. I really do think it's mentally damaging. I, I, I really do. Uh -huh. um, but uh, you, and then you can't teach that teaching and saying, well, this is moral. It's moral that you don't you masturbate. And I'm like, no, it's actually really harmful. It's like, to me, that's really harmful to make a child feel really shameful for touching themselves. Yeah. Like, that's a very personal <clears throat> thing. Yeah. Okay, then I'll go touch somebody else. Right. <clears throat> like, okay, so me touch, I, and that's like me and you, I talk about this. Like, I didn't even know, like, masturbation was a thing until, like, my 20s. And, uh, um, but yet I was okay macking and playing around well, with my neighbors. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. And having sex and doing all that stuff. Uh -huh. Like, but you didn't really have neighbors either. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you didn't grow, you had a total different upbringing where you were isolated in the mountains type deal. And well, it's crazy that, um, we're, it almost teaches people that they don't. So one, one is they think now when they go have sex or something, it's almost like love or it's like, oh, that's the only place I can get that feeling yep. or this emotion or something like that. And then then they're really screwed up because they're like, oh, man, I'm in love because I'm having sex with this person. It's like, yep. no, that's yeah, not it's love. A, yeah, and it doesn't have to mean love. You know what I mean? It can just mean experience. And I think that's what's hard, too, because like, <clears throat> like even talking with Paige and stuff about kissing boys, I just was like, just, you know, don't, don't feel like just because you kiss boy means that you're in love with them either. Like sometimes it's just an experience and, and don't feel like you're getting used if somebody's yeah. kissing you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because to me, I'm, I am all about, don't have a boyfriend, be boyfriends with everybody. Like go hang out with everybody and kind of see really what it's like and don't hold so much energy yeah. on just, and maybe I feel this way because of our incidents of affairs and stuff like that. Because to me, even like Justin Timberlake on, you know, daily news on Snapchat, 
There was this uh, news clip of Justin Timberlake out with a co-star of his. I guess they're make, he's making a movie with her. And there's apparently drinks on the table and he kind of holds her hand for a second and something like that. And they like are blowing it up like, oh, he got cuddly with this girl and blah, blah, blah. And to me, it's like, that's not a big deal. You just blew up nothing. Like uh-huh. they weren't even if they did kiss like that doesn't mean I want to run away with somebody or well, even if I'm holding and, your and hand. You don't have any idea what the relationship nope. is, what the relationship nope. looks like, what, where, when, why. And I, that's, I, I just feel like we have, we are in a, I feel like I'm in a split society kind of, because I feel like there's a ton of people that are so hung up on the little things like that, being like, oh my gosh, you cheated on me. When really in reality, it's like, you know what? Physical touch feels great from anyone actually uh-huh. it because we're human physical touch we like we need it sometimes and sometimes even in your own relationship it may be lacking and it might feel good to uh, to be your hand touched yeah it still doesn't mean i want to run away with them it might wake me up enough to come home and say i need to start touching my wife or my husband or talk about it hey yeah. somebody touched me and it felt really good and hopefully that wakes your relationship up but I just don't see, I think it is harmful to teach your kid to be like, if you kiss somebody, you're in love. Well, or and, if you hold hands, that's your boyfriend. To put so much emphasis on it. Right. You know, to make such a big deal about sex and love and, you know, because the church is a very, like, this is love. This is love. Like, when you have sex, it's love, love, love. You know, that's this is true. called lovemaking. And, and they just put so much emphasis on it that it's so crazy that, that, when you put that much energy on something, you're going to make it happen. You're going to, yeah. and you're going to create this huge. But what you create is obviously get kids getting married at 18, 19, uh-huh. 20. Because... Or, or you create a lot of anal sex. <laughs> oh, don't do anal. Poor Mormons in Utah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Why didn't I ever think about that? Oh, there's no way. I don't think I ever thought about that at all. <clears throat> I don't even remember even talking about it. Maybe when I was in high schoolish, I but I don't like I don't think I've I've never it never was tried on me. Like let's say that that's just it's just crazy that uh, that's an <clears throat> option for girls in Utah to stay a virgin. That's never an option, and I'm married. <laughs> uh, no, but, but it's, it's just wild. Like I mean, if you haven't had sex, anal sex. I mean. It would be pleasurable, and you wouldn't know any different. Oh no, I would know a difference. If you were just have, if you just had anal sex. Yep, I would know a difference. And then, I would imagine that a lot of them are anal freaks now because that's how they started having. Do you sex. think? Because I don't think I know we're going on to sex. Because I do want to have a segment on here about sex, but that's 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 what's hard is that's why we need to plan our podcasts better because then we don't, or we're not all over the place, but uh. Yeah, so I guess I'll save that topic for later. I'll add it. Grot. You want me to pause? Can we pause it? Yeah, put the hit that red. This? Uh Uh-huh. That's it. Okay, that was easy. Battery change. But yeah, I don't know. I just feel like I want my I want my kids to be even date wise and even sexually smart. That's that's what I want. Like I want my kids to know that this is you get to decide 
how much if you do, if you want to kiss somebody, if you don't want to kiss somebody. And guess what? You don't get to feel uh, embarrassed about it. Yeah. Don't feel and, embarrassed about it. And you get to, you're in charge of who you live with. If you live with somebody, how much you like somebody, you know, nobody gets to tell you what yeah. your feelings are in a relationship. And if you're done with it, then you can move on. There's no yeah. like, and it's not about not caring about somebody else's feelings. It's about caring about your own feelings first. And I know that sounds horrible to say like that, but <laughs> yeah, it is true. But, like you need to, you need, and just like with me and you, like, okay, this, once again, this is a topic I guess we'll do more in depth with, but even with me and you sexually, you're a lot more adventurous and freaky and whatever. And I'm totally not, but I mean, we've been married for 15 years and you've been patient you know what I mean like <laughs> you know what I mean like it's okay to be loving with each other but I also it's very important to be vocal hey this is how I feel I'm not saying that I'm going to feel this way forever yeah. but I am saying this is what I feel like right now and like I told Paige if you tell somebody hey I don't want to do that and that's too fast for me or I just whatever I don't want to do that if they respect you, they'll, they won't care. Yeah. But if they don't respect you, they will care and they'll make you feel stupid. And then you, now, you know, that person's not for me uh -huh. because the person that cares about me will care about where I'm at. And so it's just about vocalizing uh -huh. where you're at. Absolutely. But, well, and being, yeah, being, being aware and conscious of what I feel or what my emotions are, or what, what someone like, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Being aware of what you feel. Yeah. And, and yeah, and just being able to state, hey, I'm uncomfortable with this or I'm not ready for that or It does whatever. feel great to hear people say, I love you. I mean, that's amazing and stuff like that. But don't get words confused for. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Absolutely. That's going to be interesting, too, because uh, I don't think about this, but like on the topic when we talk about stuff like this, like uh, we kind of do live in a day and age where you have to be careful, like for men, I feel like. Uh, I don't know, it's really difficult because uh, we have a friend that her son had sex in high school or whatever, they were teens, and um, nobody was home, and the next day, I guess the cops come over, and uh -huh. supposedly the girl said that her son raped her yep and this is in utah so i was like that's very common for utah mm -hmm, At, they got a lawyer and this lawyer was helping them and all this stuff and he was saying you would be surprised at how common this is because they're not allowed to have sex and when they find out it's a lot easier to blame well and even the situation and it's on. a lot easier to uh, dismiss it Mm -hmm. as oh yeah I didn't really want to and I was co-extended or whatever or even it's okay right. but I think they go home and they feel bad about it or they feel mm -hmm. guilty and then all of a sudden it's like mm -hmm. oh and, you know it's just that story of like 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 we've talked about how how you can make it up you can make yourself just like yep. I made myself believe I'm not sexually active if I'm not yeah. I didn't, if I'm I didn't not really planning want to do it. that I didn't really want to do that yeah. why did I do that oh my god he raped me or whatever right and it's crazy it it, it sucked for them mm -hmm. it did it suck. I mean he was in he, they, he went and was uh -huh. locked up for a month or two in the uh, juvenile detention center. And um, and, and almost had, was uh, a was, sexual predator and shit. Yeah. And, and just, it was just, it, it got taken so far. And it's I know. just so sad because once I she, again. I hope she feels bad. I don't know if she does. I hope that she looks back and, and be like, wow, that sucks. I did that to somebody. I don't think somebody would realize, especially a young somebody doesn't get the repercussions of what 
Uh-uh. That means that those this you're fucking up some the rest of someone's life because rest. you're too big of a coward to it's step true. up and take on your own stuff and be like, hey, yeah. let, let's why didn't she ever stop it and say, hey, you know what, it was Enough. consensual. Yeah, like she let it keep going. They all their text messages and then he had knives in her room in his room. He, well, he and, collects she felt like threatened. all. He like yeah he has, he collects like all these knives from all over the world like his family and friends whatever like would even that's what he just collected so everybody would bring him stuff and I think that's what he had brought her down the road hey do you want to see my collection and uh, so she had noted that in there so they put that as a uh, um, threatened being uh-huh. threatened or whatever not what, and I just what I a don't know of and, and and really man she almost fucked up someone's life I know oh my gosh it's, yeah he dodged a bullet for uh-huh. sure. But and, it didn't. But it but didn't come out without a price. I mean, the lawyers and everything were about fifty G's to to get that all taken care of. And I just am like, that's. It's just so sad. Ours is, and so that's my point. Is even with Mac, it's like, it's not worth it. It's not worth it to be so sexually driven. Like that's your. And I get that we're teens, and I get that that's a, a big motivator at that age. But yeah, hormones are yeah, raging. hormones every, everywhere. And mm-hmm. I know even in the text message they had got one of her text messages, like she had stayed in there. I want to lose my virginity to you. But then there's all the like the knife thing. So there, to me, there was enough evidence to show that this was consensual. Yeah, and and you know what sucks like. She needs charges pressed against her for being a I psychopath. <laughs> I know, but I know, but that's obviously we're on the side of our friends. Well, that, so yeah. that's well, what's of crazy how we is, see it. What's crazy is is that that society up there creates that. Like I said, um, there, there was there was all consensual, but what's crazy is she felt bad, and then the story that she told herself was well, just like that she me. didn't want to. I, and that's the thing, and that's why I can sympathize with her because I was like that. I was willing to go to my grave not getting in trouble. Uh-huh. I was willing to rat, like even I think my parents, there was, cause my boyfriend would come down my window well and I would put a ladder out for him. We had this little decorative ladder or whatever. And I, I left it in the windowsill one time and then I think my mom was like, who put that there? And I was like, it was the grandkids or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I just, and I, I know I probably threw numerous of my friends under the bus saying I was at their house, which I wasn't. Yeah. And I mean, just over and over and over and over. I just was, it was, it was too risky for me to tell the truth. And I do not know why, but it was just too risky for me to tell the truth and for for more women and for more kids to feel that way in that religion, there's something wrong. It's not just know, me. So it wasn't crazy. just my household. Uh-uh. It's a lot of households that do it. And that's what I don't understand. And I don't like it. And I refuse for my home to be a place where you can't be honest. Absolutely. I just refuse it. I mean, and that's the crazy thing is, is that I, I don't feel like I would have been accepted or that it would have been as accepted or, or like I, even though I was thinking like, you might have to, you might have had to go to counseling there's something wrong with you or you know whatever you're just not right and it's like yeah but this is what i want to do right yeah and it was a, and it was a lot easier to do it with you and in our 20s like to get, oh, leave everybody mm-hmm. and just be like and well, to own our truth now yeah and that's the thing is like and i think that's what's hard too is because we kind of 
opened the floodgates when we were 20 and kind of just went crazy of just, you know, drinking and having fun and all this stuff. But, uh, and I think it's hard to be judged even like at that age because we're still young, but now we're married and have kids. And it wasn't like we were being irresponsible. I mean, Uh we had babysitters. It wasn't like we're idiots, Yeah. but like, and we would plan to have fun and stuff like that. But I just felt free for the first time to, and there was other adults. It wasn't like I was yeah. partying with teens. I was partying well, with other drink, adults that yeah, had kids. Drinking and, as an adult is way different than trying to drink as a as a Mormon youth. Yeah. I mean, it was. It's more like, oh, it's so you have a beer at dinner, or it's yeah. okay to have a beer at dinner, or a glass of wine, and it, and it's perfectly normal to yeah, socialize around it. it's okay to go uh-huh. and spend the night at our friend's house, put our kids to bed, and have a few drinks, uh-huh. and play cards, and get crazy, and laugh all night, and, and you know, smoke cigars, and shit like Seriously. that. Like, it just, I don't like cigars, but it's just stuff like that. Like, I didn't know that was a normal thing until now, where a lot of families are like that, and they actually are really good people, and they're yeah. good parents, and they're good, and they are actually really close. And yeah. things that I didn't think were possible outside of the relig- of our religion, because I was always taught, like, at least we can be family forever, and we can be together forever, and all this stuff. And it's just like the south park mormon episode it like where the family is just like perfect uh-huh. and they're like oh gosh golly like and <laughs> yep. like you know and, it's and they're all having their they have their game night their yep. home evening mm-hmm. and, and it is beautiful and they do have a good time and they aren't yelling at each other and it's not like that but i don't know i don't think that's so normal i think kind of outbursts are normal yeah. i think disagreements saying arguments. shut the hell up is normal uh-huh. or like I don't know, or seeing your parents a little too tipsy at playing cards or playing with your friends or playing dice like we do and things like that. I think that's normal and I think it's funny and it's well, just experiences. Well, we have experiences. friends that grew up in and they're like, oh yeah, my, my dad cracks a beer in the morning. Like, yeah. And, it's, and that's normal. And it is normal and it should be normal. And, uh, but the thing is, it can get out of normal yeah, really absolutely. fast with some people. And I think that's what's just hard uh-huh. because it is a dance. And I don't know, I just feel like life's a dance with a lot of things too. I mean, there's people that have crippling depression, don't get out of bed. So you can either be hungover in bed or in depression in bed, <laughs> I'm not sure. But yeah. I just, I'm just saying that like life can go too hard in a direction no matter what. It sure can. Well, if you're not careful. And you know, living, growing up, raising, people in suppression it it does create a lot of the stuff that that people don't want that they're teaching against because it it's just the universe we live in it's the world we live in any it doesn't matter how it gets presenced it will it will be presenced it will come up yeah and and oftentimes when it does come up adults parents don't know how to handle it so then they send them to another adult parent who happens to have a title of a bishop who thinks that, he, they, that, that he's got better advice or better things to like, and like mm-hmm. they need to go repent to him and maybe he's got some better stuff than they've got. It just blows my mind that I know. they don't know how to handle it once it does come up because it's so bad, sick and wrong. I think what's hard is um, you kind of, 
look at your kid a little different. Like a lot of parents, like once they know things, I think that's just what's hard. And then like, it's hard to let go of that disgust or disappointment or, or that thought in the back of your head, like, are they, are they still? Yeah. Or like, are they going to do that right now? And you just don't trust them. And it's just like our relationship. It's hard to be happy in an untrusting relationship, even with your kids, I think. And it's just not, yeah, it's just not, uh, it's just not fun or enjoyable to feel that way. You're always mm-hmm. on edge almost. Well, there's so many expectations. Yeah. I mean, there, there's just so many expectations and, and that's not fun. It sucks growing up with, with, uh, expectations like that underneath someone's thumb of like, Hey, you, you know, I'm expecting you to be a better person or you shouldn't well, be and doing I just, that. And I just think it's we just need to redefine what's wrong and what's really right. I mean, like, you know, just because just like I was saying, when we first got married, I wasn't a freak and I didn't feel comfortable doing those things, but did that make you wrong? You know what I mean? And that's why I look at it now. It's just like, no, it really doesn't. It's not like you're hurting. It's not like it literally is. There's nothing wrong with it. Like I, you know what I mean? And I just realized that like, Oh, I literally am in a speck that grew up like this uh-huh. in this little habitat. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and that's all I know. And that's, you know and what I mean? And curiosities are different. And that's, mm-hmm. the, that's the fun thing about sex is that everybody's different. Everybody's I got just, different But kinks. I feel like what's hard is then I'm in this household or you're in a house and we are, and then we grow up in a household that everybody's little reality is a little different. So it's really easy to look down on somebody's, like I was saying that, it comes hard to like there's some people that that lifestyle really comes easy to them and it's easy for them to look at people like me and like why is it hard for you to not drink or to not lust <laughs> just uh-huh. kidding i don't lust <laughs> but like you know what i mean like just normal things that i think normal people go through but it's just easier to point out somebody else's flaws when you're good at it yeah. when you when you don't struggle with it uh-huh. you know uh-huh. So I don't know, but it is true. Is today true. was a ramble, but today's going to be our last day and we'll come back on Monday. We're going to take a vacation. We'll be gone like from podcasting until Monday. And we'll restructure. We're going to restructure our season. Yeah. Two. And we'll come up with some better. Yeah. I think we've done, we, we've railroaded this, our ramblings pretty good. So now we'll have some more coordinated ramblings. Yeah, there's some few things I want to go into, like topics that I, I want to go into, but I just kind of wanted to wait until we... Yeah, if you guys want us to two. ramble about something, shoot a... Yeah, shoot a ramble in. Uh, hey, hey, I want to hear you guys ramble about this. <laughs> Whatever yes. it is. So, yes, you guys have a very merry Thanksgiving. Yeah. And have fun. Be safe. Party and, hard. Yeah, party hard. Have a good time wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. Yeah. Love on your kids. Love on your family. It's the only tribe you've got. Hey, maybe do something you've always wanted to do. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or nothing at all. (laughs) Bye, guys.